You're listening to a classic business podcast as heard on Classic 1027. 1027. Well, May's U.S. employment report is the big event in the week ahead as uh, stocks enter the often weak month of June. And to talk about uh, the impact that this might have in the real economy, I'm joined by Kirby Lekrunji, co-founder of Rexalom Invest. Kirby, welcome. Yeah, Mike, how's it, man? Thank you for, uh, thanks for having me on uh, this, this evening. Absolutely. Now, the, the jobs report isn't out yet. It's coming out on Friday. It's very closely watched. Uh, what are we going to be looking out for? Well, you know, if you look at signs of recovery in the U.S. economy, there's, uh, there's, there's tons of signs. I mean, if you look at inflation building in, uh, in the U.S. economy, you look at manufacturing, um, really, really speaking right across the board, you're seeing a recovery busy happening. Obviously, of, of paramount importance now for policymakers in the U.S. and, quite frankly, across the world, is can we put more people to work? And the reason, quite simply, for that is because not only is it important to get the velocity of the economy going again, but it's also important because you want to make sure that from a social perspective there's cohesion, and there's no better cohesion that you can achieve by, uh, than by creating uh, employment. And that's maybe not only a lesson for G7, but it's a lesson for South Africa as well. Uh-huh. More employment, more social cohesion. Simple as that. Simple as that, and we saw our own employment out, uh, our numbers out yesterday. Huge, huge concern around youth unemployment, over 70%. And uh, America has done a remarkable job pushing back unemployment so far. Uh, but it's really got a, a big benefit from the base effect. It should get a little bit tougher from here, surely. Yeah, I mean, look, American unemployment numbers are running kind of at 6.1% at the moment. You must remember that that is down from almost 15, over 15% uh, that we saw in the peak of the crisis, uh, in, the, in, the, in the COVID crisis. The problem that one faces, and a lot of commentators are talking about this, is that it continues to be almost triple the amount of people collecting unemployment insurance than what we saw in the peak of the financial crisis back in 2008. So that just shows you the magnitude of the actual unemployment numbers. So even though we've seen numbers spectacularly uh, correct themselves, we're still sitting with a vast amount of people collecting, uh, collecting unemployment checks. We're talking about something like three to four million workers that now need to be put to, to work. Now, remember, this isn't just an issue in the U.S., but when we look at Europe, it's the same type of issue kind of playing itself out. So what, what, what policymakers are hoping is that as manufacturing continues to open up, as production continues to open up, more and more of these workers will be taken in by these companies so that they can become part of the economy again. That obviously would be a massive win for the the Democrats in the U.S. and obviously policymakers um, across the pond in, in, in the Eurozone. But will it happen and how quickly will it happen? Now just remember also that part Part of the thing that kind of makes it difficult to watch these numbers is the whole issue around um, is, is around people collecting unemployment uh, checks, and these are basically government-sponsored checks. Now, in America, there's about 21 to 22 states, about 25% of all workers collectively in the U.S. that will start slowly extricating themselves from federal assistance programs from July, August, and September onwards. So all of these workers, all these potential workers, will potentially then start filtering through the economy and start looking for jobs potentially, or yeah. potentially at least being part of the, 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 the whole labor world. Now, remember from a bipartisan situation in America, the Republicans have always said, look, these, 
unemployment benefits are way too high. Why would anybody want to work with these kind of unemployment benefits? Uh, the Democrats have been of the other view, saying, well, you've got to help people, you know. And well, this is now this, this tightrope that, mm. that seemingly is busy, ta- is, is, busy, is busy playing out in front of us at this stage. It's fascinating to see how it's playing out in the gig economy. Uber and Lyft, uh, the, the price of Uber and Lyft rides up 40% in April and 37% in March because yeah, people don't want to get off their couches for their $300 extra a week and this is now feeding into inflation even further, which is what we're going to be touching on next week in The Real Economy with Kirby Lekranji, co-founder of Rexlom Invest.